This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Three, two, one. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. You know, how do we make sure that we're helping our members to build their brands? How do we help them to spread the word about the industry and even be progressive about them getting involved with the association to help us do those things? That's WQA Executive Director Pauli Undusser talking about the impact of the Water Quality Association on the business of our members and her outlook for the year ahead. And welcome to WQA Radio, news and insights about the water treatment industry. Find us at WQA.org, on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, and Instagram. This is episode number 201, and if you're joining us for the first time, we're so glad you're here. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a show. That's the magic of podcasting. We're publishing this February 3rd of 2021. And in this episode, we talk with WQA's Executive Director, Pauli Undusser, who is entering year five in her role at WQA. We'll get her reflections on 2020, thoughts about how WQA is poised to help members in the new year, and two key dates that you'll want to make sure are on your calendar. Now, on to my conversation with Pauli Undusser on WQA Radio. And we're pleased to be joined by WQA Executive Director Pauli Undusser in this portion of WQA Radio. And Pauli, it's always good to catch up with you, especially now at the beginning of 2021. And to say hello. And, you know, just to remark uh, briefly as I, I welcome you to the program, it's interesting to note that this will be year five for you as Executive Director. So congratulations. Thank you very much, Wes. And it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, as you reflect on 2021, let me just pause for a second, uh, because there are some things we want to talk about as we go backward in time. Your top takeaways for 2020, uh, such a pivotal year, such a uh, an amazing year in so many respects, Not all, certainly not, not all positive, but uh, w- what are your thoughts as you kind of reflect back on 2020 and things that you and we as an industry uh, could take away from? Well, definitely, we we all know that 2020 was a roller coaster ride for us. It, it had its highs and its lows over and over. Um, but definitely, there's there's a few things that I have reflected on. You know, that what can we learn from 2020 and take forward with us? And I, I will tell you that one that was hugely reinforced is that people mean everything. You know, the the human connections and having those opportunities, whether it's on a personal or professional level, uh, are just invaluable to be able to find ways to connect with humans. And so, you know, a a big piece of that is we know we can do it virtually. We've been doing it for a long time, but that drive and, um, you know, thirst for being and interacting with other humans is definitely there. So uh, driving those connections and keeping people at the forefront is is definitely a great reminder and reinforcement from 2020. 
Another piece of it is, you know, the industry is stronger than ever. I, I know in the very initial days of COVID and shutdowns, you know, there was just a ton of uncertainty of what's going to happen and where are we going and what's going to, you know, how is the industry going to make it through this? But the, the industry is stronger than before. Uh, before COVID was very strong, but we're even higher and better than that. Um, we know that some segments of the industry are still struggling, like the food and beverage, um, but even those will be strengthened and stronger when everything opens back up. So, so those are definitely two big highlights that I reflected on for 2020. And it was good to hear from members over the course of the year when uh, certain things would come up or certain issues would uh, be kind of in the in the news and we would hear specifically from members about the resources WQA provided or the uh, the, the networking that we were able to uh, still um, uh, allow for our members to have virtually as you mentioned I think those were all important for the over the course of the year and uh, as we head now into 2021 um, we hope it will be different we hope it will be better uh, give us some thoughts about that. Yeah, 2021, you know, as I kind of mentioned from the reflection from the strength of the industry, I, I would start off and say that the industry relevance has just been so strong and that, you know, business in almost all segments of the water treatment industry are up higher than they were pre-COVID. And it's something that, you know, how do we keep this tied up? Because it definitely has risen and we're riding this really big wave. And so for us, it's thinking about how do we sustain that wave? How do we keep it at a higher level for longer? So a few things that stand out is, you know, how do we make sure that we're helping our members to build their brands? How do we help them to spread the word about the industry and even be progressive about them getting involved with the association to help us do those things. Um, so just a, a quick little plug that we do have our open call for volunteers open through this Friday. So it, that engagement is open and we definitely welcome it and helping all of us ride this wave, which is amazing. So industry relevance is one. Consumer awareness increasing um, it is just amazing. It's been great. We've always wanted for consumers to understand the value of quality water as much as we do in the industry. And while we still have a ways to go, you know, COVID has been a, a good opportunity for that. People are at home a lot longer than they have been previously, and they're noticing things in their home, such as their water quality and how that could be better. And so there is a, a big drive here for consumer awareness that we really need to watch. We need to grab a hold of it. And how do we do that? So consumer data, trends, comparison, all of that data is going to be huge. And so WQA's next consumer trends report is going to be a really big one to watch for. What has changed, you know, pre-COVID to post-COVID? And so that's going to be an invaluable resource as that comes out for the industry to take hold of and really understand where consumer awareness is. The third thing that I would bring up for 2021 we really need to continue to have resources and um, test out methods and ways to not be afraid to try something new. Business has changed. There has been a disruption. 
And we need to adapt. We have to evolve. We have to make sure that we're keeping up with the speed of business. We are evolving with the business. And so those are things that while, yes, business is great right now, is that a short term or is that a long term? And so we need to think about what can we do today, whether it's shifting a business model, looking at our strategy, it could be something as simple as looking at our our marketing and how are we doing that today versus pre-COVID. And so, you know, taking that time in 2021 and understanding, you know, where are we at with industry relevance? How do we support that? How do we leverage the association to help us with that? looking at consumer awareness, and then try something new. Those are the three things I'm looking at for 2021. I like that. And I can imagine that all resonating quite well with uh, with our listeners. So uh, excellent points. Uh, and also, just as an aside, uh, more changes on the way for WQA as we uh, emerge into a new headquarters and uh, international laboratory. Absolutely. I I will tell you that I have been with the association for 14 years. And as you mentioned, uh, I'm going into my fifth year as executive director. And so I've seen quite a bit of change with the organization in different ways. And uh, one of the newest ways is looking at our new facility. So it was, uh, you know, early 80s that we did a relocation and owned our first building and put our stake in the ground that we were an association, we were an industry that was not going away and that, you know, regulators, legislators really needed to take us seriously. And that whole premise since the 80s and before has really grown and strengthened. And so I, I, I just can't say the pride that I have as an executive director, but that the staff have in really being able to have this new headquarters help us to strengthen that foundation and just launch us into this whole new era of what the association and foundation can do for the industry. And, you know, we talked about the tide rising and how do we ride that wave and keep it, you know, sustained higher. Those are all things that the new space, new amenities are going to be able to provide new resources and opportunities for, you know, so many things that we do. So I I can't say more than we're so excited that, you know, we're weeks away from being 100% operational and ready to roll. And I, I know that staff are excited to get back in there when we're ready to get everybody phased back in. And a couple of key dates I'll mention here as we uh, wrap up our conversation. April 27th will be the WQA annual meeting, which will be held virtually because we are having that ahead of the convention because we postponed convention. So let me give you that date. And the convention is July 28th through the 30th in Las Vegas. And so those are two key events that uh, we want to make sure people have on their calendars as well. Absolutely. And Wes, if I could just say a few words about the theme for convention this year, um, it's Imagine. And that is such a freeing word to me that I had to make sure to bring it up today because I I think about imagine what business could be like if every consumer knew the value of quality water. Imagine what your staff recruitment could look like if more people knew the career opportunities available in the water treatment industry. Imagine how your own staff retention could be improved 
if they were provided more opportunities to gain knowledge and expertise in the industry that they are very passionate about. So to me, Imagine is about the infinite possibilities that we can have and that we do have at our disposal and how the association is here to help any industry professional take a hold of those opportunities. Um, so I, I think it's an amazing theme and I look forward to the annual meeting and convention to really drive those home for everybody. And uh, fingers crossed, we will be meeting together in Vegas because as you had pointed out, I believe uh, early on uh, the, the idea of people kind of coming together our members are definitely interested in that uh, in-person connection. So we're excited about the opportunity. So Polly, thank you very much for joining us on WQA Radio. Great to start the new year with some of your thoughts and reflections. And uh, we, uh, we wish you well at the helm at WQA for the coming year. Great, thank you so much, Wes. Everyone have a great day. Now our WQA tip, now is the time to get more involved in WQA. Consider volunteering for a seat on one of WQA's three advisory councils or nine committees or five membership sections. We're all looking for new members during WQA's annual call for volunteers. Just go on over to wqa.org volunteer. Learn more about how you can have your voice heard, share your expertise, and take part in WQA leadership by volunteering for a committee, section, or advisory council. Application deadline is February 5th. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio, on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at wqa.org and of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed, so long from WQA Radio.